the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions. It's The Ramsey Show, where we help people build wealth, do work that they love, and create actual amazing relationships. I am your host today, Jade Warshaw, joined by your other host today, Rachel Cruz, and we are taking your calls. So give us a call. The number is 888-825-5225. We would love to hear from you. And I think it's really great, Rachel, that we're both on the show together because the fact of the matter is we both have really great books out at this time. Uh, Rachel, your first kid's book ever, which is so exciting. Yes. I'm glad for what I have is available for pre-order now. That's super exciting. Or order now. It's not pre-order. It's out. Oh, it's out now. Out and about. Girl, out and I'm, about. Read, I'm reading this copy all you're wrong. You're good. No worries. No, you're good. You're good. Yes. Uh, yeah. It launched beginning of November of this past month. So yeah, it's... um. It's been so great. And, and talking to so many parents, you know, talking about contentment with yes. kids is a really important conversation to have. So hopefully this book kind of launches into that conversation. I've really enjoyed on your social seeing everybody like post them I reading know. it to their kids. Sweet. And yes. Yes, yes, I love it. Love Thank to see you. it. So if you haven't gotten your copy, get your copy today. It's out there. It's a great Christmas present. Now yours is pre-order. Yes, mine's still on pre-order until when December it? 5th. Okay, it's coming soon. Oh, yes. Jade, I'm so excited for you. And it's really great because if you do order it while it's on pre-order, this the book that I came out with is called Money's Not a Math Problem. And if you order it now, you get three months of every dollar premium for free, which is our budgeting software that we talk about here all the time. And most people are trying to get their money on track for the new year. So this is a great time to pre-order it so that you get every dollar premium with it. So that's that. Order it today. It's 10 bucks. Come on. $10. Love it. Go ahead Love and do it. that. Let's go straight to the phone lines where we've got Brenda in Dallas, Texas. What's going on, Brenda? Hi. Um, yes, my dad, he's in his 80s and I have determined that He's been scammed out of thousands of dollars by a fake publishing company. Shoot. Um, and so I recently uh, persuaded him that it's a scam, uh, I, but I still feel like he's very vulnerable because they'll just keep calling and keep calling with a new scam and all of those things. Well, a year ago, he um, got a call out of the blue to republish one of his books. And so they asked for money up front. And since then, they've just... They, they've even withdrawn without permission from his account once they got his account number. Oh, wow. So how much money are we talking? Like um, Right now, it's almost 20000 Oh, wow. Brenda, do you guys have um, contact information for these people? I mean, like this is, they're stealing money. It's This is illegal. Have you contacted the police? Um, no, I haven't really known what road to go down legally. What I have been doing is, uh, like uh, we canceled his cards and got new cards Good. and we put in fraud information with the, with the bank. Mm -hmm. And um, he recently agreed to add me to his bank account. Um, you know, I mean, he, he wants to leave a legacy for his family and he's written these books and they're wonderful books, Christian teaching books. And um, it's just hard for him. He's, you know, he's, not a child that I can tell what to do. He's a, a grown adult, and I don't want to take away um, that, but he's very vulnerable. He's easy to persuade, and mm -hmm. they just keep calling with different tactics. Wow. So, so I guess my question really is, because um, he's written another book, and they want, and he didn't tell them, fortunately, but, it, you know, it's ready to go and be published again. And he's basically told me, can you find me a safe place where I can publish this book? And 
in some respects, I want to just shut the door and say, don't do that anymore. But writing is his, his outlet. Well, sure. And when you say publishing, when you're saying publishing, Brenda, do you mean just printing copies of the book? Printing copies of the book and like making it available on Amazon. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I mean, that uh, would probably check all the boxes for him. Okay, right yeah, and all of that's not like crazy inexpensive. I mean, it's not crazy expensive. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. You could you could do that. I mean, it'll take some you know some work on your end, Brenda, to help find a printer and all of that. But if that's his wishes, yeah, he doesn't need to be going through a third party unless you think like, oh my gosh, it's like C.S. Lewis stuff or whatever that sure. like he actually could get signed to a public a, a, a legit publisher and. <laughs> do this mm-hmm. i don't think that's really what he wants to do necessarily well and um, i don't think i would trust it at this point yeah no 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 no. i know i know so so yeah i think you guys need to print yeah some some copies and have a few boxes mm-hmm. to give to the grandkids i think you can probably put it on amazon mm-hmm. that, i mean we do that kind of stuff here at ramsey well, yeah and the main thing that he's asked me is you know um can you find me somebody that can be kind of like my agent? And and in respect to that, I feel like if he had somebody that he knew was a legitimate, trustworthy publisher, then he would be less likely to fall into the trap of those that are untrustworthy and pursuing him constantly. Um, thought about getting him to change his phone number and everything, but... Um, what if he got yeah. around, it kind of sounds like he's trying to do a lot of this in a vacuum. What if he got around some clubs like and started uh, getting to know a group of writers to where everybody's kind of looking at each other's stuff and everybody's kind of sharing contact information and it's a little bit more of a trusted environment where it's like, have you used this guy? Yeah, I've used this guy. Like, how, you know, how did you get your book on Amazon? This is how I did it. And it kind of did a community approach as opposed to, I'm just like going down the yellow pages and I'm going to pick a publisher and I'm going to like, that does feel very, you don't know well, what you're going to get. And he's 80 years old, Brenda. I mean, what's your, do you like, like, what do you think his, his motivation? Like, what do you think this is in him? Has he always wanted to do well, this? It's not to crush his dreams. There's uh-huh. also a reality that you're 80 and right. you know this what I mean? This may not be your big break. Right. I mean, <laughs> I, I don't, I don't understand if there's a unhealthy part of him trying to be somebody. Is there anything like that? Or is it just genuinely he, loves what he's writing about and he wants it available for people to read, right? Like, I'm like, Mm -hmm. I I wonder what his motivation is in all of it. Well, and his first book that he wrote is a kind of a teaching book on Christian um, foundations. And um, the driving point behind creating the book was to use it in a church setting. And he did use that for years. And at some point he wanted to take that material and put it together in a book form and I think his desire now comes from all that happened with that years ago. And so now he's written another book that's similar to that and yet another one. Mm-hmm. Um, and he lost his wife, um, my mom, in January. And mm-hmm. uh, he just really needs something yeah, a great to outlet. grab yeah. onto yeah, so to I'd, give him focus. Yeah, so what I would do, Brenda, if I were you, is I would sit down with him and say, hey, Dad, listen, here's what's happened. You have been scammed out of almost $20,000. We can't keep doing this. It's not wise, Dad. So any big money decision that's happening, anytime you want to spend money, will you just run it by me? I just want to talk through it, make sure that I can maybe like run course for some of this uh, to be yeah. able to help you. Because I want you to, to you know, if you have this dream and have this content that you want published and, and out into the world, like we can get that done. Like we can do that. 
We also need realistic expectations of Mm -hmm. what things are in life. And we don't want your legacy to go down the drain financially by making bad mistakes. And so we... I want to I want to honor you in that and help you in that as your daughter but also let's be wise in any big financial decision dad like let let team up with me and let's talk it through together Most break-ins happen when your home is the most vulnerable in the middle of the day when no one is home. So I recommend Simply Safe Home Security. They're the best at what they do, protecting your whole home. Their award-winning system is backed by 24/7 professional monitoring for less than a dollar a day, half the cost of traditional home security. And my listeners get 20% off their system when they sign up for Fast Protect monitoring at simplysafedirect.com. There's no safe like Simply Safe. You're listening to The Ramsey Show. I'm Jade Warshaw, your co-host today, joined by Rachel Cruz, your other co-host for today. Give us a call. The number is 888-825-5225. And if you are into Spotify, you probably received your like annual Spotify wrapped results, which is pretty cool, um, where it'll just basically tell you like what the top things you listen to if you're into podcasts it'll tell you the top podcasts you listen to on their platform and it's been really cool because since those results are in um we've noticed that we're number one on a lot of people's charts which is really really cool so we want to know if the ramsey show um made your spotify wrapped list and if it did let us know that would be so great share your spotify wrapped results and tag us on social for a chance to hear your name mentioned on the show that's so cool and a lot of you i know rachel i've seen you repost some yeah, i reposted some yeah and so here are some of the and you're on the like main image there could have three people and so it's dave Jade and George, right? Look, luckily they got it. my good side. I'm so excited. It's a great picture. <laughs> Here are some of the usernames of people who have shared uh, that we were in their top podcast. Um, so hopefully I get these right, guys. Okay, we have Nicole M. Nicole M. Litched. That's her username. Um, this one is Jade Petta Broadbent. There you go. No relation to myself. Um, Blake Permenter, Aaliyah, Aaliyah Fitz. Uh, Chrissy underscore 305, Katie Irene 183, which some people might remember her on the show from being the horse girl that George <laughs> said she had to sell her horse. Um, Allie Kins, um, I'm going to try this one, but it's not going to be good. Toxic Kitty. Toxic Kitty. Looks I don't like the sound right. of that. <laughs> then we got here Morgan Roarer. Love it. Guys, keep sharing your playlist. We will say your names on the live radio podcast and hopefully we'll say them right so if i didn't get it right please believe me i tried still share them with us whether it's you know in the comments or you know the little paper airplane on instagram we'd love to see that all right rachel should we go to the phone lines yes let's let's do do it it. we got jake in cincinnati ohio how can we help jake hey thanks for taking my call um follow the baby steps everything's great for people that are listening first time they definitely do work so follow them of course (laughs) love it um Question, I'm a school teacher, so um, we're at the point now we're looking at the investing of the baby steps, and 14% of my income goes straight into, like, our school's pension plan. We don't really have a choice through the state. Mm -hmm. And I was wondering if the advice changes to people like me that don't really get to control that. Do I just do an extra 1% outside of that or what your guys' advice would be? Yeah. So with a pension, we usually say that you want to take that percentage and just cut it in half. So 50%, so 7% of it's fine. 
I would then fund my own 7% because the, the thing with a pension is you don't have really a choice on where that money's invested. And the powerful thing about retirement investing, yeah, is that you have the ability to look and to choose the mutual funds and all of that. So we want more of that on your side. So Jake, yeah, with your, um, that 14%, yeah, I would drop it, you know, in your head, 7%. So that means okay. you'll have 8% that you're going to want to invest to get to that 15% in retirement. So that's, yeah. that's what I would do. Does that make sense for you, Jake? Yeah, perfect. Just 8% into a Roth IRA, max it out, and yep. That's right. follow the yep. steps from there. It's perfect. That's right. Yeah. Great job, Jake. Awesome. Well awesome. done. Well Thank done. you so much for the call. All right, let's moving on along. We've got Andy, who's in Tulsa, Oklahoma. What's going on, Andy? Thank you very much for taking my call. I'm, uh, I'm calling today for some advice, help with my 25-year-old daughter, who uh, a year ago had $30,000 in the bank in her own business, but she walked away from that and went to another state to join a fellow that she had met up with. And, uh, unfortunately two weeks ago, she came back home. Uh, the, the relationship went poorly. She's down to $1,500 to her name. Um, she has broken a lease at an apartment, which she's going to owe 6,000 for and a credit card that she has 6,500 balance on both in her name only because he had horrible credit. Oh, but oh those no. we're just going to deal with. We're just going to deal with those. Yeah, he talked her into putting everything in her name Mm. alone. Um, The worst one is at age 25, a major car company gave them a car loan. Uh, They bought a car for $66,000. They ran it up to $80,000 by adding on warranties, et cetera, et cetera. They borrowed about $70,000 from this car, again, in her name only, and she's stuck with this thing. She doesn't have the money. She can't um, take the apartment on her own. She can't own this car on her own. She simply doesn't have the wherewithal. It's an 84-month loan at 9.59%. And the total amount is 80,000? It was purchased for 80. There's a 70 owing on it. And unfortunately, I booked it. And the Kelly Blue Book on the car is about 35 to 40 as a private party. So, yeah, horribly upside down. As her dad, I'm saying, look, take your lumps, pay the apartment, pay the credit card, but let's turn this car back into the bank and just take the hit on your credit report. You'll like a voluntary one... repossession. Is that what exactly. you're suggesting? That's that's what I'm thinking. It'll be one event, not many, and she can explain it, and she'll just have to live it down. But there's no earthly way she can even sell the car for Kelly Blue Book value and then make up the difference. She, Like I said, a year ago she had $30,000, and now she's down to well, $1,500. before we do a voluntary repossession, because that, that is an atom bomb, like let's be honest about that, that's that's going to follow her around in a similar way that even a bankruptcy would for quite mm-hmm. a while. So 70000 I mean, the other debt that she has, the $6,000 lease thing, the 6500 credit cards, that's not like something she can't easily overcome. And the $70,000 car is a lot and there may be some other options there, but let's talk about her income because I know she got out of of this relationship, but she's still able to earn an income. So what, what does that look like for her? What's her profession? Like, can we get some numbers in that, in that area? So a year ago, she had her own business doing uh, eyelashes, eyebrows. And (laughs) at one point she was earning more than I am. Mm -hmm. Um, But, but she walked away from all of that. And to be perfectly honest, I have no understanding whatsoever how these two are making money. They do, they were doing online um, coaching, 
for okay. tra- for physical training and f- uh, fitness and nutrition, etc. So just honest, like okay, like influencing it. and stuff. Okay, right. And uh, I clearly doesn't work. <laughs> okay, so um, she's not earning anything right now. She's not earning anything right now. So Andy, what? Um, and where's the guy in all of this? She left town, but is he? So she left. Yeah. So she's come back home now. Two weeks ago. Um, it was, it, it ended up abusive, both oh. mental and physical. Mm. Um, wow. I'm sorry. So there's, there's that side of it. Yeah, for sure. Uh, which is real. In, he's, yeah, he's back in the state that, sh- that they were in. Um, but I heard he's mobile. I don't know. He's gone to the wind. Okay. So, okay. So he's out. Yeah. There's, yeah. so there's, we're, we're starting clean slate without him. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, Andy, I think for her, I think one of the best gifts that you could give her, especially considering what she just walked out of, is any level of confidence that she can have back in herself. Because when you're in a relationship like that for, I mean, she was in there for a year, I think you said. I mean, that just, yes. that that tears down who you are as a person. And so yeah. there's something about, this is not the fix-all, but for her to go back to something she knows she's good at, so the eyelashes, that you know, everything, the cosmetic stuff that she was doing, um, if there's a shop, if there's a, um, you know, some some type of business that she doesn't own, I don't mm-hmm. think she's in a place to start her own thing, no. that she could go and just start working, you know, even if it's 30 hours a week, but that there's some consistency in earning an income and we're not going to be in a rush. All these numbers are here. We're going to work on, we're going to work through them, but there's part of her building back that dignity and that confidence in who she is. And I think her living with you guys for a bit, I think, is is a really wise thing, um, especially from what she's just come out of. I'm okay with that. I'm 100%. And so, yeah. yeah. So I would say, like Jade said, the the atom bomb of the car repossession, I almost would just try to sell it for that 40000 take that $30,000 hit, mm-hmm. take a, you know, and so she's going to have a loan of that. She's going to have a lot of debt here. Yeah, she's got to get a loan for that difference. Yes. and But then there's going to be some, some years of working through this, but... Obviously, I'd rather be in this situation than where she was. That's right. Um, but there's just some things that she's going to have to really slow walk financially. But I also think it's possible for her. I mean, I really do. I think it's going to be a long road ahead, but I think that there there is a way. Mm. You're a good dad. This is The Ramsey Show. You worked hard for your home. It should be a place where you can relax and refocus on your goals. And something as simple as window treatments can make the difference. If you're ready for an upgrade, we've recommended Blinds.com for years. And I've used them myself. That's because with Blinds.com, you don't have to sacrifice your budget, your style, or great service. From blinds, drapes, shutters, and motorized shades, they make it easy and affordable to upgrade your entire home. And their team is always ready to help with everything from design consultation to measuring and installation. Plus, there are never any misleading quotes or hidden fees. Everything is backed by their 100% satisfaction guaranteed, and shipping is always free. See why Blinds.com is the number one online retailer of custom window coverings. Visit Blinds.com to save up to 40% off everything site-wide. That's Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. 
Hey, what's going on, everybody? You are listening to The Ramsey Show. Hey, thanks for listening to The Ramsey Show. Um, And if you like this show, we'd always love it if you like, subscribe, and share it with somebody who you think could benefit from it. I'm your host, Jade Warshaw, and I'm joined by Rachel Cruz today as we take your calls. Give us a call. The number is 888-825-5225. And we'll talk about the things that are concerning you, everything that relates to your life and your money. It could be relationships with your kids. It could be your, your career. It could be the holiday season that is upon us, Rachel. And um, I was talking to James during the break because I saw a article that said 25% of Americans are still paying off Christmas from last year. Oh my gosh. While simultaneously plan on spending more this This year. This year just keeps going, keeps going. And so I find that to be very interesting. So Rachel, I'm gonna hit you with a couple of facts. Okay. And I want you to react and let's get into this so the stats say that on average americans are going to spend 875 dollars on christmas and that kind of shakes out to a little over 600 on like gifts for like immediate family Mm -hmm. co-workers then another around 200 on like decorations like miscellaneous things and then another hundred on just kind of like random okay oh like that guy over there needed a gift kind of thing okay what do you think about that number uh it doesn't sound like terrible to me it doesn't sound i thought it would be more yes i would have thought at least 1200 in my head i thought it'd be over a thousand for the average family like but with, with, with all of that that's not just christmas gifts this is like the whole holiday season this is the holiday season yeah and part of me goes okay 875 couldn't we have like stacked up a little money throughout the year uh to make that happen i know that's right that's right think about that guys okay so then i read this stat 48 percent of americans start shopping before the end of october so oh wow people get started early and i'm like okay like that spreads it out a little bit right through at least three months yeah but they're putting it on credit cards yes it's going into going on to debt okay so this is the kicker here's the kicker (laughs) 60, 61% of people have said, and this is very current, like as of October, 61% of people have said, hey, we're living paycheck to paycheck. Um, four out of 10 people are saying, man, we are worse off this year than we were last year. So basically they're saying life is hard right now. Finances are hard right now. But when asked, they still plan on spending more <laughs> this year than last year. That for me, and I'm like, Wait a minute, wait a minute. What's happening? And then they come through with the stat that says 74% of Americans say they feel stressed about their money. I'm like, what is happening? You're making this choice. Yes. Oh my gosh. See, that's what's funny is I'm like, and it's such a human behavior Mm -hmm. thing that it's like, once you have your mindset to something, you're like, oh, I'm going to do it. Regardless of what the other numbers are saying, I'm going to choose to continue following this plan. And you're just like, wait, no, no, no. You can stop right now. You can stop. And pivot. Well, here's... Now Ross on Friends with the Count. Pivot! And he's like, pivot! <laughs> we can all pivot our plans. If your numbers are not adding up with this, and if you're still paying Christmas from last year... Yeah. Let me tell you what I'm hearing in my heart that I, I know <laughs> that I know someone is saying. I know someone is like, Jade, the year has been so hard. I feel like I can't spend money on anything. You I just feel need like a little joy. I just need a little joy, Rachel. Like, I, I can't give up Christmas, too. Like, I can't... This, this, uh, let me just go hard on Christmas and then when January 1st comes I'll get back on track and please Rachel don't take Christmas from me I gotta get my gifts come on I gotta get and what's funny is the gifts 
let's just be honest, some I'm sure really great sentimental things. Yeah. Probably a lot of crap for the kids that they're going to play with for two days mm-hmm. and then they're moving on to the next thing. Mm-hmm. As you pointed out yesterday, Jade. <laughs> Adults ship, don't need gifts. Shipping gifts around to Aunt Rita, who if Aunt Rita, at, quote Jade, needs the blender, Aunt Rita can buy the blender. That's right. <laughs> so, it, so really, I'm like, it's either obligation. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's because you just always have done it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, like, right, there's a lot mm-hmm. of this in play when you could actually say, okay, let's just stop. Let's just stop. And reassess mm-hmm. what's what's really happening. And we can get our kids some things, but it doesn't have to be that much. It doesn't have to be that. What no. would happen if you got, like, a family gift? That, yeah. like, the whole, like, a ping pong table. Like, mm-hmm. something that, it's one gift, like, you don't have to spend four and $500, but it's one gift that the whole family can truly enjoy. It brings everybody together. Like, what would that look like? Especially if you're in debt and you're really trying, you know, you're still paying off Christmas from 2022 right, right. or beyond. Like, I just feel like there's ways that we can pull back and go, like, do we want to stay on this hamster wheel? That's it. Yes. Keep creating debt. And or do we want to just do because really, usually it only takes one year to, like, put that stake in the sand and be like, all right, this this year is going to be different. And you can get so much traction yes, from yes. just one time drawing that line and be like, this year we're not doing it. And there's it. something about lived experiences that I think bring us back to what we've always done, right? It's like, it's um, we know it, we're comfortable with it. It's just what, what we do. And so we just go back into what we do. And to your point, if you change something different this year for Christmas, mm-hmm. like you pull way back or you stop giving gifts out to Aunt Rita, whatever it is, and you live through it, it gets to be February, March, and you think, oh, okay, everyone's okay. Yeah. Everyone's fine. Yes, that's right. We all survived. And I could repeat that again, right? So, like, it's almost like you have to go through the the actual action of it yes. to, to, to assure yourself you're going to be okay. Yeah. And everyone else is going to be okay. That's a word. That's a word, Rachel, because it really is like, it's like a news cycle. Like, yep. when something is really big in the news and it's, like, the only thing anybody's reporting on, and then... Two, three weeks later, it's crickets. You never hear about it again. Yes. And I feel like Christmas is that. Like right now, it's like Christmas. There's only two paychecks till Christmas. And by the way, there is only two paychecks till Christmas. (laughs) And it's like the only thing we can think about. But you're so right. On December 26th, no one cares. I know. It's over. Yep. Yep. December 26th, it's over. And you can go, wow, okay, like that is over now. Like it didn't matter. And call me cheesy. But I'm being for real. I'm like, even this past Thanksgiving, I'm like, and I know Thanksgiving doesn't have gifts and all of it, but I'm like, when I look back with my kids, I'm like, the memories we have, we took bikes to an empty parking lot from a high school down the road, rode bikes around the parking lot because Caroline can now ride her bike. Um, You know, we went on a hike. We did puzzles. I forced Mm -hmm. my kids to do puzzles because I'm 80 years old and I love puzzles. So we did like Christmas puzzles. Uh, We watched Home Alone too. Uh, we saw my family. We had a Friendsgiving. Everyone brought appetizers yes. and stuff. And we all you know, had a great night and played a game. Mm-hmm. And you know what I mean? I'm like, you look yeah. back and it's like, that's the good life. 100%. It's not all the crap that you clean out of your playroom 18 months later. That's all. Bro- you know what I mean? Like, yes, so that's I do. It. And so there's something to be said. Yes, stuff is fun. We are not against stuff on this show. Okay. So mm-hmm. like, yes, Santa's going to be bringing a new bike for one of the children. And yes. like, we're going to be having some fun stuff this Christmas. Mm-hmm. But yet, like, what do we all remember? We remember the the time spent. And I don't want to seem like a Hallmark movie. But (laughs) she's of it. But it's just true, you guys. It's true. So that is true. Don't go into debt. Like, don't stop. Just stop. It's unnecessary. Go ride bikes in an empty parking lot with your kids and have an afternoon. I mean, it might be the first time you've ever done that. Because, Rachel, what you're describing, that is a 
mindset. And it for many, that is a complete mindset shift. Like I was on a webinar the other day um, about budgeting and we were talking about, look, if your Christmas budget doesn't allow for it, you may have to cut back. And some of the people in the chat were saying, oh, we're not having Christmas this year. And like, oh, I guess that does it for Christmas this year. I guess we can't have it. And I'm like, because no. it equals gifts. Because <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's a mindset shift because for a lot of people, Christmas is gifts and we've never had it any other way. We don't know what it looks like yep. to not have a stack you know, yeah. everybody posts that stack on Instagram where they're all like stacked up the wall and all the wrapping paper is the same. And I'm like, whose life looks like that? But <laughs> did I tell you my story about this last year? No, did I but say, tell me. We, I did that. Okay, I did that. Okay, I saw everyone posting their pictures. I thought it was sweet. And we were going to bed that Christmas Eve. You know, uh, I think Santa had come and, you know, the Christmas tree was all, it just like, it was a sweet picture for me. And I took a picture and I did put it on Instagram. I just said, Happy Christmas, you know, Merry uh-huh. Christmas Eve, everyone. Hope you're having Happy a great time. Christmas. Or, yeah, yeah, I hope you're having a great <laughs> Christmas with your family. Jade, the amount of comments underneath that was like, I'm so glad you practice a minimal a minimal Christmas, Rachel. Minimalism is at the, cr- all this Uh-oh. stuff. I was like, no. Oh, I didn't think we did. Oh my gosh, Winston, did we? So obviously we did good. It made me feel good. Where I was That's like, great. Oh, because there wasn't a ton. But I feel like we got good gifts for our kids. Anyways, it just made me laugh because I was like, Winston, who knew it? We were minimalists. Didn't even (laughs) even know it. And it was a great Christmas. So you don't need gifts to have a great Christmas. This is The Ramsey Show. This is The Ramsey Show. I'm Jane Warshaw, joined by Rachel Cruz. Give us a call. The number is 888-825-5225. Let's go directly to the phone lines where we've got Monica in San Jose, California. Hey, Monica, what's going on? Hi. Um, Thank you for taking my call. So I'm calling because my husband and I bought our first home in the Bay Area in September. Mm-hmm. Um, I can go into the financial details of, you know, how it all went down, but essentially it was for 1.19 million. Um, we were 1. To what? 1.19. Okay. Okay. We were able to put 550,000 down. Wow. Nice. Uh, yeah. So I, again, if it's helpful, I can go into all the financial details of like what the mortgage is. Well, all what's your that, question? The question is that we hate the house. Mm. Oh, what? Yeah. What changed? Oh, no. Yeah. We're really unhappy. Shoot. Why? It's just, it's not a great layout for our lifestyle. Um, Not a lot can be done to change it. Um, It's a townhome. So, you know, there's restrictions on what you can do with an HOA. And not only that, it's a three-story townhome. So, it's it's just a big issue around layout primarily. Did you know that going in? Like you didn't buy it sight unseen. Yeah, I know. Um we we did know it, but we you know, we were first time home buyers and I think we really didn't spend enough time on thinking about the home. We were really concerned about whether it was a good financial decision and we spent a, a lot of time thinking about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and you know, this is like a very competitive area for real estate. So um we just we really wanted to be home buyers and like at the end of the day the question is um you know, we're already here, it's already done. Is it worth it for us to take a loss and try to get out of it as soon as possible or 
should we try to stay? For... Do you feel like it's going to be a loss? Well, like, my husband is, is particularly very unhappy here. And, like, I just feel life is really short and it's causing a lot of stress. And well, Like, if financially, like if, we can get, if you yeah, sold like, it, why get, would it be at a loss? Well, the, the, the um, value of the home has already dipped since we oh. purchased it. What's it at now? So, and also, of course, the seller fee for, you know, working with a realtor, all of that is going where we would definitely take a loss. It's a matter of how much of a loss. So we're just trying to think through, does it make sense to stick it out? Like how long should, should we try to stick it out before trying to sell it? I got to be honest, like part of me, like I'm hearing what you're saying and I can tell that it's really bothering you. Um, it's bothering your husband more than you, Monica. And that's my, that's a little bit of my question is that he's unhappy and he's short and he's not. But like I, the reasons, it, and you, look, feel free to elaborate, but like people call in and they're like, oh, the guy upstairs is smoking weed or, you know, my neighbors are violent or there, there was a murder and, you know, across the street. Like there's, those are the reasons that I'm like, yes, you need to move immediately. But when somebody's like, oh, I just bought a, a $1.19 million house and I just don't like the layout. I, I'm struggling with that. I'm not going to lie. Is there something else that we're, is it far from work? Is there a big commute? Like, is there something else that's really weighing into this that you're not saying? Well, you know, we moved from a home that was in the same community that we were renting and it was fully upgraded and we missed the opportunity to buy that home like without realtors being involved. So we, you know, it could have been like a directly buying from the owner situation. And so I think like that's really weighing on us and comparing this home to that is really hard because that was an upgraded home. This is not, and we're going to have to put some money into this home to make it as comfortable as that home was. It's also on a busier street. So it's really loud and we have a baby and she's often being woken up due to the... the well, a sound machine can you know, solve that. We can just get one of those white noise machines. I'm so, can I, I'm just being flat out honest with you. I, I don't know that this is a reason for you guys to move. I think this is a bit of... Um, and I'm not saying you can't move eventually, but to, to take a financial to take a loss hit, doesn't yeah. make sense. Yeah. Yeah, it, it it doesn't, Monica. I mean, from the from a fin you called into a financial type show, and so we do look at the numbers of this. And um, yeah, I mean, it's not. I mean, if you guys have the money and you find something better, and you guys just shake hands with each other and say we're going to take the loss, we're going to call it stupid tax. We shouldn't have bought it in the first place. We're going to go find something we want. You guys can, but yeah. financially, it's not smart. And what's what what you have to understand too, Monica, is that there's a there. There's a level with this discontentment that can be legitimate. Like, I get that. But also, that level of discontentment and who you guys are still moves with you. And so, that is one conversation I would make sure to have with you and your husband to say, okay, you know, we're moving because we don't like the house and no house is going to be perfect. And the next house we come to is not going to solve all of our problems. Mm -hmm. It's not going to be the thing that fixes everything in our lives and um, I don't know. Does that make sense? Like there's a level of that discontentment that I'm hearing and that can follow it you. Uh, it's just, it, it's, it's more so that when someone is 
deeply unhappy like every single day and it's impacting your well-being to the point that it's that's it though monica why should it be doing that it shouldn't be impacting him because there's three stories like do you know what i'm like that like like, that's where i'm like whoo there's some stuff happening Mm -hmm. that's probably more than just the house in his in his life and what's happening i mean like if if you're really that unhappy because of a layout of a house, then you're you're an unhappy person. Like there's something else going on. Yeah, I, I second that. I think there's some. I mean, my husband and I moved from South Florida yeah. to here, Monica. And before we moved, we had done everything. We had completely renovated our house, made it exactly the way we wanted. But then we moved for a job, and we moved here. And our house is nice, but it's not upgraded. It's not. It's not the way it was and I could easily be like oh man like that other house was so much better and now we're gonna have to you know renovate this one and 1.1 million dollars you know like there's there's just some part of that where you do have to take a beat and be like whoa we have a great home and it's gonna take a while to get it where we want it or we're gonna have to live in this home until we can afford to move to the next home yeah so I guess the question is how long do we need to hold it before it makes sense to sell it. I, if, well, our, our, rule, our rule of thumb is five years for a house to kind of ride through the market. Well, we tell people to buy, if you're going to buy a house, make sure you're in it for at least five years. Mm-hmm. That's usually a good average amount of time for the market to kind of go up and down, all of that. But again, we, and we're in a weird market, True. you know. And Monica, hear us say like, and I always give people this out on this show. that like you, you're grown. You're a grown up. Like mm-hmm. if you guys decide we're going to go take a $80,000 hit. Yes. Then we're going to do that, right? Because you're so, the one who has to sleep at but, night. But, but, but just hear, hear us say, though, there is other stuff happening that's causing this unhappiness that will follow you. And, and, and that would be more of my concern. If we can't be content as a family of where we are. And again, I understand like, oh, the cabinets are old. Like, I, I get mm-hmm. that things aren't mm-hmm. upgraded. I understand that. I understand that. But, but, the, but the, the environment of the emotional environment of the family and of the home, the fact that it is so tilted right now because of a layout in three stories, that worries me. I don't like that. So there's a part of me that kind of wants y'all to stick it out. And to figure, have out to, figure out what the real problem yeah, is. Yeah, to have to deal kind of what's with, 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 with where you guys are. And I know that's stressful as a wife and all of it. Um, yeah, you're in a hard spot, Monica, and I'm so sorry. So again, if you guys choose to... You know, I, I pulled eighty thousand dollars out of the air. Yeah. I don't know what it'll be. Then y'all can and you can move. But um, but if you're asking from a financial standpoint, five years is usually a good rule of thumb from a time frame perspective. Well, it also makes me wonder. I'm like, okay, if they sell this house at a hit, they're not gonna. They bought what they could afford. So what are the chances that they're really going to be able to get anything better than what they already have now? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Do you know what I mean. Yeah. So they could. I mean, a better layout, a here. maybe, <laughs> maybe, but it might not be fully upgraded. I don't know. know. I'm sorry, Monica. Deeper issues are involved here 100%. That does it for this hour of The Ramsey Show. Join us for the next hour.